Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Well College Podcast, where we provide tools to help our college students grow in Christlikeness. So tune in as we dive into today's episode, where we will be discussing how to make sense of such a crazy time. Thanks for joining in. Man, 2020 has been a crazy year for sure. Um, a heck of a crazy year. And it seems to me like it's only getting crazier. Um, you know, it was like just the beginning of not that far into the in the 2020, the, the new year, when, you know, there was all this talk and all this things about like uh, the possible World War III after the assassination of uh, the Iranian general. Um, not just that, the, you know, the stock market across the world has been um, on the floor for, you know, the past couple of weeks and all this stuff. But what's really interesting to me is that, um, and by the way, I know we're qualified to speak on those topics, but it's way above my pay grade. But um, it seems to me like all these different things that are going on in the world uh, seem pretty abstract to the, you know, day-to-day life of a college student. Uh, but there's something about COVID-19 that um, that I think feels pretty real and it feels like it's pretty immediate um, especially in the life of a college student Um, you know uh, perhaps your friends or you're related to somebody who's in a fragile state of uh, in their health and and that could if they contracted the virus they could be in a in a in a big trouble Um, perhaps you're a senior who you know has built up all these expectations about what senior year would look like for you and suddenly you come back from spring break and you hear the news that, um, you know, all campuses are shutting down and transitioning into an online. And then that's it. Your senior year has ended. Um, you know, there's um, other students that I've heard that I've just been on the phone uh, just kind of talking and stuff uh, who are studying abroad. And, you know, again, there's all these expectations about going to this experience that, uh, perhaps will be one of the best experiences, formative experiences of your life. And, you know, you move to Oxford or Leipzig or, you know, wherever else. And, you know, you're seven weeks in, you're barely even getting a gist of, um, you know, the culture and all the stuff. And then, boom, it's all it's all gone. And I, I think that's pretty real. Perhaps you see college as a kind of shelter from a very unstable um, home, home life, and and now you're thrown back into that. And again, I think that's a pretty real. And perhaps you live with your grandparents, and you know the statistics say that the, the elderly are actually in a in a more susceptible place whenever they contract this virus. So it's for them, it's actually a lot more serious than it is for me, a 27 year old who is healthy, and you know, in two days I'll get over it. Whatever. Um, for them, it's actually a lot more more intense so you know being careful and navigating that um another possible scenario is that you know ring by spring it's an actual thing you know you have your wedding coming up and uh suddenly this whole COVID-19 um phenomenon has actually just crashed your wedding plans and and you know I think that's pretty serious I mean my wife and I got married in March 17th with which wasn't that long ago it was a uh, uh during spring break uh, we got uh, whenever we got married, and I remember 
you know, all the money that went into, all the planning, all the invitations, all the, etc., etc., etc. My family was traveling all the way from Guatemala to here, and and that involves some expense and perhaps non-reimbursable and, um, you know, things like that. That just kind of I can't even imagine what it would be like to have to cancel um, all those plans and for them to be a ruin. Um, the cases are just limitless I, I the more that i think of all the possible cases i mean you could be you can be and i'm sure that you're out there a um, college student who depends on an hourly wage perhaps your relationship with your parents is not really that great and they kicked you out of the house and then okay you're on um, on school you have a lot of scholarships you can be here you can study you can count on the cafeteria for food etc 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 but uh now you have to go back home or at least go somewhere. You can't be really on campus. At least I don't know of any um, exceptions that they've uh, made so that you could stay in campus. As far as I'm concerned, no one can. But, um, you know, and now you have to go back home. But where's home? Uh, especially if you have your hourly job here in Abilene over at Jason's Deli, whatever, that pays you an hourly wage. And now that you're having to move back home or whatever, you don't have um, a place to stay. And and if that's your, your case, uh, just as a side note, if, if, if you're dealing with some of that and, and it's very immediate, send us an email over at college at the wellabilene.com and I'm sure we can find a way of helping you out. But um, again, all these experiences are, I, I think, pretty real. And it's really easy for us to, I think, lose sight of uh, what the Lord is doing in our midst. So the goal for today is uh, for me to give you some of the things that we've been discussing with friends, with um, staff, about where we see the Lord moving and what do we see Him doing and how this is actually a lot of, um, it's a time of a lot of promise and a time of of opportunity rather than um, despair. So, here are some of the things that um, that we've been discussing with other people. So there are basically two kinds of opportunities we've been given here. Um, on the one hand, we have personal opportunities and in the other we have communal now let me explain to you a little bit about what i mean by these the the personal opportunities have to do with what the lord is wanting to do in us the communal ones have to do with what the lord is wanting to do um, in uh, people who are around us Uh, this includes our immediate community like the people that we live life with but it also includes our neighbors it also includes people who are kind of in the outskirts throughout all this time frame, right? In, in this time. People like uh, the homeless. People like the, the elderly. Uh, also perhaps people who have lost their income, etc. Right? We, we've kind of already covered a lot of these scenarios. But for, for the sake of the time frame that we have today, I want to focus just in one instead of the two. I want to start with the personal Um, opportunities that we've been given but regardless of whatever category you're talking about both of them have to do everything with us learning how to pay attention 
we usually are not really good at paying attention or being present or attending to something or someone because usually we're too distracted, right? Or too busy and um, with other stuff, whether it's, you know, activities or, you know, schoolwork, whatever, whatever it is that, that's in there. Uh, but the beautiful chance that we've been given right now in this time frame is that all of these things have been stripped away. There we are left in the silence. It's almost like this uh, Jonah kind of scenario in which all this time we just live it running away uh, from the Lord, right? Getting Moving to the one thing to the next and we never actually just attend to Him. Uh, but now we're finally in the belly of the fish. You know, there's nothing to do, nowhere to go. There's just time. Time that we have to sit down and meet the Father there. In this time, there's a lot of silence. Um, and in silence, it is whenever we begin to realize what's actually happening inside of us. Um, questions such as, what are the things that, that haunt you? Where do you wish you could run? Where do your thoughts go whenever they wander? When do you sit in that silence? What sort of fears, insecurities, frustrations do you have? Is there a particular person that you begin to think about? And why? Are you angry with them? Are you resentful? Jealous? Do you covet something that they have? Do you wish you could be someone else? Um, all these questions are actually really important to our spiritual lives, to our walk with Jesus, because the Father does not love some sort of future version of ourselves, but rather He wants to meet us in the present. It is there, too, where I think of Jesus and the sort of questions that He asked His disciples, right? Um, questions like, who do you say that I am? Do you trust me? Do you love me? And these, this is the great opportunity that we have right now. And please do not waste it. Do not let it go. So what I want to give to you is some sort of practical, uh, it's not really a challenge. I don't care about that. I, I just want to give you some practical tool for you to be able to just sit there and, you know, in that silence. So what I want to ask you of uh, this week, something that we all of us can do as a college ministry, right? Is to schedule a time every day in which you can sit down in silence. It can be in the morning. Um, it could be in the middle of the day or at night. It doesn't matter. As long as you're awake and you can be present, that's all that matters. Um, there's no phone, no music, nothing. You, you're just there in that silence, in that space. There you close your eyes if that helps you feel less distracted, right? Um, but then once you do that, what you will begin to realize is the following. Your thoughts will just begin to run everywhere, trying to grasp something to hold on to, right? And uh, when that begins to happen, I personally find it helpful to recite scripture to bring my mind back to the center. Uh, usually it's somewhere in the Psalms. I love Psalm 1. And I love Psalm uh, 23. 
You don't have to recite the entire psalm, although you can do that if you want to. But I just find it very helpful to grab one or two lines, uh, one or two verses of uh, these psalms and just begin to repeat them and recite them, right? So, for example, Psalm 23. Um, Whenever my thoughts begin to wander, I begin to think, okay, Lord, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. Lord, you are my shepherd, and I shall not want. And I just recite this until I feel myself ready to be present again to the Lord. So that's the heart of this exercise. The heart of the exercise is to notice the things that we usually try to hide under the rug uh, with distractions and with other things. And basically what we want to do is invite the Lord into those areas. That's it. That's literally all that I have for you. And, you know, next week or uh, whenever we upload the next episode, we'll talk about some um, communal things. And, um, and yeah, that's all that I have for you. Uh, believe it or not, I'm ex- super excited because this has taken like 33,000, you know, tries. And I'm like, finally, we did it. Uh, but all that to say, thank you uh, so much for tuning in. Hope that this episode um, is helpful. And if you have any questions or comments or observations about how this exercise has been going or about other things that we talked uh, in the episode today, uh, please send us an email to collegeatthewellabilene.com. If you, I get those emails and then I can just reply to you. But um, you can also follow us on Instagram um, at the well college. That's the Instagram thing. And see you next time. Thanks for being here. 